It's 10 o'clock at WTKM-FM Hartford. Now, WTKM welcomes Aaron Kowal from Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. Aaron's visit today is a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of the advertiser and not of WTKM, its management, or employees. Now with today's retirement talk, WTKM's Dave Stout. Well, happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Going to get them all covered here today. Yes, indeed. Good morning. It's uh, 10.01 now. I'm Dave Stout. It's great to have you with us here on this uh, Tuesday. It is uh, December 4th in the holiday season. Everyone's got the holiday spirit now. A colder weather coming now and uh, cloudy skies. Looks like we're seeing some clouds here today and again tomorrow. And uh, first chance for a little sunshine. Boy, it feels good to see that sun shining again, doesn't it? A little sun, a little vitamin D on your skin and your face. 28 today, 29 tomorrow. Two days exactly the same coming up here. And boy, looking for precipitation in the forecast for you skiers and snowmobilers and outdoor people. There's just nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's this high high pressure. There is just nothing as far as precipitation in the forecast here all the way through next Monday. So you're making snow if you're skiing, I guess, this time of year. So enjoy. This morning, it's a cool, uh, cool day. We're just about to our predicted high, 28 degrees here at WTKM. A couple of notes here that we want to uh, talk about and um, discuss. We've got a couple big things coming up here this week here. We've got our big... Uh, um, foundation, Hartford Medical Center Foundation, uh, big uh, broadcast. We'll have that tomorrow night. Uh, always do that every year. It's just uh, Deb Holton and the crew there, they do just such a fantastic job of putting it all together. And folks come out there and they have singers, Oh Christmas Tree, they always sing, or Oh Hartford Tree, I think they sing every year. We'll have that live on the air for you coming up. Um, that'll be tomorrow night. We'll get that uh, underway around 5 o'clock, and then uh, right after that is the Hartford Christmas uh, tree lighting. Yeah, two of them this year. Start this, the second one starts at 6 o'clock, and it's at Burnt Park down at the fire, par- fire station uh, right down here. So we're going to light the uh, Christmas tree tomorrow night right around 6 o'clock here on uh, in Hartford. So invo- enjoy that, and hope everybody can come out to uh, at least... Uh, Get a little holiday spirit from both of those. And then coming up on uh, Friday, December 14th, it's Midnight Madness in Hartford. That's from 6 p.m. until 12 midnight. So lots of things going on. That's always a fun time. People come out there and shop in their jammies and just have a fun time. Sights and sounds. The downtown's all lit up and uh, all the shops have all kinds of specials. Most of them uh, horse-drawn rides and so forth. So just a fun time. So hope you're feeling a little bit of that holiday spirit. I can tell that... uh, our guest here this morning is kind of feeling that holiday spirit. He's got his he's got his fancy Christmas tie on, the red and green today. Got the whole look going there. Little Santa hat. He had to leave in his car because he had to wear headphones when he's on the air here today. But uh, now, pleased to welcome uh, into the studio here this uh, this guy's uh, got quite a quite a resume. He's a uh, certified financial planner professional. He's a managing director from Coal Investment Group, senior financial advisor Raymond James Financial Services. Been in the uh, financial industry for over 15 years, involved with the uh, um, Financial Planning Association of Wisconsin, member of the Society of Financial Service Professionals, board member of the Young Presidents uh, Organization of Wisconsin, past president, former uh, member of the uh, board of directors for the National Association of Insurance and Financial Advisors of Southeast Wisconsin, and also they call him St. Nick around the house. He's got all the stockings hung up there for all three of the girls in uh, Claire, Leah, and Ella May, all ready for Santa to come 
to the Kowal house. Aaron Kowal, good to see you. How are you? I'm great. Do you want me to turn down the brightness on my tie? Yes, could you <laughs> is please? It blinding yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you some of the, yeah, it is, but you know, the, they have those decorations now. You see those from time to time. You go to a holiday party and you see the women wearing all those ornaments around their neck and they're all flashing. Oh, you know, yeah. they got that flashing look to them. Absolutely. So. And you know, you mentioned shopping in Jamie's. I always shop in my Jamie's, so I don't get what the big deal oh, is. So yeah. I'm always wandering around in my pajamas. So you're so. the guy that's out there. Yeah. Out oh, I'm there. that guy. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We see you out there. Anyway, how are you? Good to see you. I'm well. Good to see you. How are the girls? They're doing well, man. Excited about Santa coming? I'll bet. Right? Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah. We get the. You know, they're they're excited for Santa. They you know they have the, this elf on the shelf okay. the thing. I don't know if you're familiar with that. I'm at not. All. I'm not. What but, is that? But it's an elf. That, it's a newer you know a newer thing. Although it's styled in like you know from like the you know like the Rudolph from like you know, the sure, TV sure. show from the 60s or you 50s bet. or whatever and. Um, you know that this elf comes at the beginning of December, or some people have it. The, the, some people's elf comes at the end of uh, or after Thanksgiving, and okay. uh, comes in kind of. It's like a CIA spook. He kind of watches you while, you know, and then every night reports back to Santa and shows up at a different place oh. in your house. And there's a whole book and a story that goes with oh, it. Oh my! The kids gosh. get to name the elf. Okay. You know, I, Leah came up with Peyton. I have. She'd never heard that name. She just made it up when she was two. Yeah. Um, and she so you know, Peyton goes and. You know, some people's L's cause some mischief, you know, some yep. on, uh, you know, some are just coming in different places. So our elf doesn't have time to cause mischief. So right. elf just shows up <laughs> at different places, yeah. uh, you know, around the house. So it's kind of a little tradition to look forward to until. Wow. Um, elf know, until on a shelf. Elf on the shelf. And but and then there's you know the Jewish version is mensch on the bench too yeah right so they have that is the thing yes <laughs> so but it doesn't have like it doesn't light up or it doesn't have a camera in it or anything like that does it I mean <laughs> it's I mean it's not no. like it's not like watching the but kids, it's like literally. Hey, Peyton's watching you Peyton's you know? watching yeah, you okay yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I'll bring it up on the I'll, I'll I'll show you here but it's really a kind of a cute thing uh, that the kids really enjoy that's really you know really kind of fun and. Um, you know, so this, this little guy just, uh, kind of sits, you know, sits around. Oh, and, so it's just a small, like a little, I don't know. How would you, how big, how tall is it? Is uh, it if you stretch him foot, out, he's probably, yeah, a foot, a foot maybe tall? 10, 10, 11, you know, yeah. maybe almost a foot. So it looks like a little boy wearing kind of a Santa hat with a red Santa outfit. Body suit. Body, <laughs> body suit, kind of a onesie sort of, they yeah. call them. And then around the neck, it's got kind of, I don't know what they call that. Pinking shears makes the points of the different, you know, things around the edge, yeah. right? Like, yeah, okay. Like uh, upside down Christmas tree kind I'll of be shape, darned. you know? And, uh, the, and the kids, yeah. And where do they get that from? Does it just appear one day? Is that just what it does? Just appears one day. One day, it okay. just appears. Hey, like, I mean, you're not going to believe kids who came here overnight. Peyton yeah. is here, right? Well, there's a you know a story. There's a book that comes comes with it, and the whole story that explains. It's very okay. kind of you know, whimsical and uh, light, and almost like Doctor Seuss kind of feel to you know to it a little bit. So it's it's really. Um, Does this replace Santa? No, no, no. Oh, it's it doesn't. Just, it's just a, another thing to look forward to okay. to um, you know, during you know the. The, the, this this season during the advent season so when you all sit around the kitchen table at night do they ever discuss peyton does they say peyton is watching us right now and you know you know glowy quit fighting with claire quit fighting with me now you know and peyton's yep. watching do they do that kind of stuff like that i mean we'll, we'll say peyton's watching okay 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 <laughs> Peyton's watching he's gonna tell santa <laughs> that you're being bad because he goes wow. back to the north pole every night and reports yeah and 
You know, when I ride through the Christmas parades, I also have a microphone and I yell out to the people and the kids. They mainly talk to the kids and I'll say to the kids and say, hey, Santa's coming. Santa's behind us, about eight floats behind us. You know, and I was like, oh, ho, ho, and I yell at and have fun with them. And then I say, you can't fight with your brothers and sisters. You're not fighting with your brothers and sisters, are you? And they go, and they all yell, no, back. You know, it's just. And parents it's just are like, all, yes. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it's just such a great time of year for the kids. And Christmas is for the kids, right? Oh, uh, they, you know, they love it. Um, you know, it's really. Um, you know, it's really a lot of fun. We're blessed in, the, in that, um, you know, it, it, it's just, just a lot going on, a lot of things, you know, um, to look forward to this time of year. And um, it's also, I think, a time to reflect on, you know, all the blessings and things that we have here, you especially bet. in this country. We've got, we've got it here. I mean, um, to, to be a, someone making minimum wage, we don't realize how good we've got it. Yeah. You know, someone making minimum wage here, working 15 hours a week, still in the top 20% uh, global wage earners. Yeah. So, I mean, even if they're making minimum wage, working 20 hours a week, they're still going to be in the top 20%. They're better than 80% of the people around the world. Yeah. You know, you listen to the media so much, and sometimes you just got to turn the noise down a little bit around the holidays. I, I, I found I have to do that, too, because it's just it's like people in elected office or people out there in businesses and stuff like that, they just can't do anything right. I mean, there's no. protesting this and protesting that, and you know, this, you know, put the, and all of a sudden something hits social media, it's on Facebook or Twitter or whatever like that, and you know, this, you know, they they smiled or something wrong at somebody getting on an airplane, and now they're protesting the company and picketing, and oh, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's just, you know, to me, it's over the top. Sometimes I just gotta oh. turn it off. You too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I never watch that stuff anymore. Yeah. So you know we. We got it. We like to unwind, and it just gets me wound up. Sure. At the at the end of the year, so we like to unwind at night. We don't watch that that junk. And yeah, how old yeah. are the girls now? What are the ages? Uh, well, this is important. Leah's eight and a half. Eight and a half, right? Sure. Claire's six and a half. Oh man! And Ella is going to be. Um, she's six months. She'll six be six months, months yeah. in a few days. Yeah. So she's yeah. cute. She's yeah. like by far our most laid back baby. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, you take her anywhere. Um, she's smiley. If she's tired, she'll fall asleep. Now, who know. does she take after in that regard? Your parents, either both both sets of parents, ever tell you, boy, you know, you know, LMA, my LMA is <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> trying to think who's because my my wife and I are both pretty pretty uh, high strung, yeah, not high strung, but high high energy. Yeah. You know, where we're always talking, doing stuff, running, you know, doing you know whatever. Um, you know, and both my kids were pretty. Uh, but my older girls were pretty, you know, pretty you know, into everything. We always look at these ki- people with their kids, you know, that are sleeping strollers or you know, sleep in church or whatever. It's like, what? What? Yeah. How do you get one of those? <laughs> I mean, so she, you know, my my other my older kids, they're wonderful kids, but when they were babies. They were tired. They would get crabby and they would start screaming. Yeah. Uh, so you have to take them out. We were always taking them out of places. I mean, Ella in church, it, you know, it's right during her nap time. You know, and so she gets tired. She you rock her, she'll fall asleep. Yeah. You know, or or she'll just sit there and smile. It's like she's the one that's going to have an easel set up in her bedroom doing art when she's six. Right. I mean, she's so like that now. Yeah. She'll just like, you know, she'll just disappear. Then she'll she'll be in her room doing some art. She'll just sit at the island. She'll pull out out all of her art stuff and just, you know, make cards for people or do art for people, you know, for someone. It's always she's always doing art for someone else. It seems, you know, or now she now she learned now she knows how to read. Yeah. Uh, So she'll write nice notes and things, too. Wow. Yeah, uh, she's wow. she's definitely you know, you know she she definitely loves you know her art yeah you know, more but Claire's like that a lot too and Ella's gonna I think you know gonna be she she kind of is um 
you know, more, you know, Leah's, Ella's my most laid back. Claire's my second most laid back. Yeah. <laughs> Leah's not high strung, but she's not laid back. Yeah. And, and grandpa, Jeff doesn't spoil them. None of them at all. Right. No, no yeah. never. Yeah. Never. You just imagine. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. It's probably gifts under the Christmas tree already. Right. I yeah, mean. <laughs> I don't know. yeah. They, well, throughout the year, I know my mom's always buying them outfits and yeah. things. That's her birthday day too. So happy birthday, mom. Yeah. Um, well, happy know, birthday. So, What's your mom's name? Jane. Jane. Happy birthday, yeah. Jane. Yeah. Which is also Claire's, Claire's middle name. She's, you know, just kind of figured out she shares name. You know, her middle name is my mom's name, and uh, so she just you know loves it. And she's like, "What? Really? We have the same one?" She's like, oh. "I was like, is that okay, Claire?" She's like, "Yeah, she can keep her name." Yeah. <laughs> Coal Investment Group is a website. We, there's a website for it. Uh, easy to find. Uh, easy information to find. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, the Coal Way. It's um, boy, I tell you, it's. Uh, uh, a great way for people to um, that are at or near retirement that have accumulated seven hundred fifty thousand dollars in retirement assets are thinking of a way. What's uh, you know what's next, right? What's the next plan? What do we do next? Uh, um, the website thecowalway.com, right? I mean, yep, people want to get thecowalway.com. We've got a lot of content on the, uh, uh, on there. A lot more to come too in twenty nineteen. Joe in our office is kind of leading. Uh, Joe still uh, is leading our our our. You know, efforts there. We're going to be working on more uh, podcasts and uh, video casts, yeah, <laughs> or whatever, yeah. uh, vlogs yeah, or whatever vlogs, they call it, yeah, yeah. vlogs or whatever, vlogs. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and just it, so we're going to be expanding kind of more content uh, sure. to have a really content-driven uh, site, not so much you know marketing. Um, yeah. And we'll have our stuff on there. Why we're, you know why we're so great, but we're we're going to have a lot of uh, just great content out there for people because there's a lot of things that aren't. Um, I don't know that are uh, uh, promulgated or that are put out by by the media and by other things that you know that's kind of like conventional wisdom, but it's just kind of BS. And so we we try to correct some of that. We try to um, just put out some good information that you just don't know because so much out there right now is is hype or yeah. fluff. It's like, okay, here's what you re- just really need to know. And so we're, we're going to be working on a lot of that. I think the stuff, biggest yeah. question that I have, I'm 61, I think the biggest question I have is a lot of people around me in my universe are at that magic age right now, and they're thinking, oh, boy, is this the time? And I think the biggest thing that you can do as a company, your company, and I'm sure you guys have focused on this for many, many years, um, but is it time? Can I do it? I mean, that's a big question that everyone's asking is, can I do it? How do we make this work? You know, Am I going to have to continue working? Does my spouse have to continue working? Those are the questions that a lot of people are asking right now. Can we do this? And what are we going to do? And when we get off that treadmill that's going at 90 miles an hour, can we step back a little bit? And what is of interest to us? It really makes you, when you're in your early 60s, really makes you turn within and do a lot of soul searching and ask if you can actually do it. Is that normal for most people that you work with? What do I do next? Yeah, Uh, and it's... Not anything that really should eyeball either. Um, your retirement's a big thing. Hopefully, you know, hopefully you only do it once, mm-hmm. right? Uh, hopefully you only have to retire once yep. um, and not be forced to go back to work and have to retire a second time. Um, so we really like to meet with people you know, close to, I mean, during retirement too, but uh, close to or, you know, retirement's really a, a great time just to sit down, put pencil to paper because you got to put pencil to paper and just figure out, okay, um, what do you spend? A lot of people underestimate what they're, what they're spending. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people underestimate that. And so they're like, oh yeah, I can live on, you know, 4,000 a month. It's like, well, 
we we did the numbers. You're 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 spending nine thousand a month. I don't know how you. Oh, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah. And that's you know that's all after tax too. Yeah. And so it's like well, so we got to really figure some of that out and see what do you you know what are you spending in retirement? How much money do you have coming in in retirement from social securities or uh, social security or pension? Um, you know, or, or annuities or whatever other what are your sources of income, rental income, other things. Um, how much are you taking in? What are your assets now? What do we anticipate anticipate for growth and inflation? And um, you know, just see how long your money can last in retirement. We always, when we do our our cash flow projections, we always go out a long time to you know age one hundred. Um, uh, you know, we say, my dad always says, I have always liked that. I've stolen from him. He says, what happens if you screw up and live a long time? Long time, yeah. Um, it's a good point. People it, are too. You know, my dad is 90. I never in a million years thought my dad would live to be 90. You know, right. how hard he worked. Packs a day guy. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, he did smoke in his early days and they drank their martinis in Manhattans and stuff like that, but never, never into excess that I ever passed out drunk at the table or anything like that. But you know, that generation, they call it the greatest generation. They drank a lot of whiskey and they drank a lot of gin and stuff through the years, martinis and Manhattans and old fashions. And many of them smoked cause that was preserved a- them. You know, they're all saturated. <laughs> <laughs> that was a cool thing to do though. After the war, smoke cigarettes, everyone smoked, you know, when I had yes. a cigarette in their hand, you know, back you look at pictures in the 19th. 50s and stuff but you know here's the here's a lot of these people in my dad's care facility that are 90 plus years old and they're still they look great i mean yeah, they just you know it's medical amazing. You medical know, miracles you know people say oh my uh yeah my 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 dad died at you know 65 my mom was at 69 i'm not gonna live that long so i don't need to save i don't need to plan i don't need well uh actually people are living uh, are living longer, uh, way past when their parents were around, and we need to plan for that. I mean, especially younger people today, they're going to live, uh, uh, kids, mm-hmm. babies are going to live a really, really long time, barring an accident or something like that. But I mean, overall, the overall population is going to live, I mean, really long. Some people I'm reading, my wife says, don't, don't, don't repeat that. You sound like a nut, but it's like, True, they, with you know these advances in like nanotechnology. I mean, oh. twenty years they'll have nano robots go in and sure. destroy the cancer sure. you know, and sure. things. And you know, the people are saying babies being born today could live to be two hundred and fifty. Right. Like right. my little Ella. I mean, yeah. she's, you know, I mean, because it's gonna be. It, it's just some of the advances in technology. You're gonna have to plan for that. I mean, when Social Security, I mean, it's not like Social Security was done two hundred years ago, and we didn't you know foresee anything or you know. Social Security, you know, less than a hundred years ago, the um, you know Social Security was enacted. The you couldn't get Social Security till you're sixty five, right? Mm-hmm. Could not get it till sixty five. Life expectancy was sixty two. Yeah, there and, you go. And, and so it's like, okay, it is what happens if you screw up and live a long time. So really, over the years, Social Security maybe should have been indexed to life expectancy. Uh, and some say maybe you know, that the infant death was a lot higher. No. The death infant mm-hmm. death rate was a lot higher back then, uh, so that pulled down the overall uh, rate uh, uh, life expectancy rate. So when they got a lot of those things kind of cleared up, it, it expanded, but it's still um, you know going up. And so uh, there's there's a lot to be excited about. There's but you know with uh, every opportunity, there's uh, planning that needs to be done around that so you know i'll joke i'll say we we well we do have our sicilian actuarial department that'll tell you when you're going to die so we can plan around that so. so so if you have this illustrative couple that we talk about all the time that joe and Susie lunch bucket or Har- and harvey no, Yaka- stanley yakoplinski stanley yakoplinski he need living in uh, you know um 
you know, uh, slinger and, um, he's 61, 62 years old and he's thinking, boy, this is it. You know, I worked my whole life. I got a couple hundred grand in the bank. My kids are out of the house. They're going to college. They're doing their thing. My wife and I got a couple hundred grand out there, you know, 61, 62, 63, you know, I can start collecting. Should I do that? I mean, it's in, in, so do you think that we're making many people that are in their early sixties that are taking retirement at an early age because of the potential of living so much longer? Do you think they're making a mistake by taking retirement early? Based on what you see question, the people <clears throat> that we see in our office, no, they're, they, they've done the right thing. Are they going to outlive their Most money? Of, I guess is my question. Well, you know, our clients won't. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, unless they, they want to, I mean, have some that's like, I don't care. I'm like, you're going to run out of money. It's like, I don't care. I don't want to pass it on. I don't have kids or I don't want their, they're successful on their own. I want to bounce check to the grave digger. It's like, okay, yeah. uh, let's, let's, you hear that? let's document that. You hear that? <laughs> oh yeah. 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 I, mean, I have a handful of clients that, you know, I tell them every time we meet, you're going to run out of money when you're 86, yeah. you know, 84 something like that. They're like, that's fine. Okay. I mean, I'll, then I'll just live on social security or I'll be in a home or something, but I want to spend my money now. And I don't want to pass any of it on. But here's you know, something. But their kids might have something different to say about that. So yeah. we definitely we, we try to get them involved in the conversation too. Yeah. But but um, it depends on what's wrong with you too. If you have dementia, you can't take care of you can't take care of anybody that's taking care of someone that's got Alzheimer's. You learn very very quickly that you you can't do it. You think you can? Oh, I can do it. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. Believe me, I've been at three different people. dealt with people with dementia, including some people in my own family. You can't do it. You think you can, you can't because they live a completely different lifestyle than you live, you know? So I'm just saying. And, but you know, your, you know, your question, the people that we see in our office, yeah, they will be generally, they will be fine. General population. No, they didn't. I mean, 85% of baby boomers have less than 50, five zero, less than 50,000 saved for retirement. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 85%. Only 9% of people 55 to 65 uh, have more than 500,000 saved uh, in retirement. I mean, that's... So what what does that mean if you have to go into a care facility, you have major health issues or something like that? What's that mean? You'll be gone. You'll be gone. The money's gone. You'll be on the government and Medicaid. I mean, unless you do the planning, because, you know, there's planning you can do. Um, You know, we have clients that have done irrevocable... Trust. This isn't a recommendation, a blanket recommendation for everybody. Talk with an attorney uh, and financial advisor. Uh, talk with us, um, you know, about it. But there's, you know, there's something they'll put their assets in uh, an irrevocable trust in the hope that they uh, will live five years or more. Because there's there's something called a five year look back. So you can actually go back. You know, the gov- If you say, okay, I'm, you know, getting Alzheimer's. Yep. Uh, I'm going to put all my stuff in this irrevocable trust. Okay, it's out of my estate. It's not mine anymore. It's, it'll pay for my benefits, yeah, and then it'll go to my kids. Yeah. Well, if you do that, and then six months later you have to go into a care facility, uh, the government can actually claw that back. It's a five-year look back, so the government can actually take that out. Anything that's put in within the last five years, they can actually pull that back out. Yeah. Um, you know, so sometimes it's a lot of time when the best time to do the planning is when there isn't a need. Yeah. Um, an immediate need. So a lot of times to you know, kind of look at that, make sure some assets, because then those assets can get passed on the government. If it's in there for more than five years, government can't can't take it if it's if, if it's set up the right way. So um, you just want to make sure that you get that's an example of, uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, the, these care facilities. I mean, it's, it's expensive. I mean, a lot of these nursing homes are you know, more than 10,000 a month. And I mean, you know, it's, it's, 
it's crazy. Yeah, you got to figure if you're going into dementia care, which is a CBRF community based residential facility, um, you can get a figure that it's anywhere from two hundred to three hundred dollars a day, a day, not not you know not not a week, a day. Yeah. So that can be anywhere from sixty five hundred to over nine thousand dollars a month, or more, or more. That's, that's right. I mean, it's, that's when you're care. If you're like in Brookfield or if you're in Milwaukee, it's going to be like twelve thousand a month. If you're yep. here, it's going to be a little bit less. Yeah, um, it will be less. Yeah, um, you know, it, and and then if it's you know all you know swanky, obviously and stuff, it'll be sure more expensive too. But uh, it, it's it just needs to be um, you know addressed, planned out, and, and honestly, get your family involved too before and have. Uh, binder even that says okay something happens to mom here's what happens because mom is sound mind you know and, and can make these decisions so make the no one likes to talk about this stuff but make the right. decisions before have it all spelled out so that you know something happens mom you know has a stroke or something you know you have in the in a binder that says okay you go here do this uh, my safety deposit box is here the code for the safe is this my document for that is here and so that's all Yep. You know, there. So if something happens, usually it's the eldest daughter yes. uh, yep. is the one that takes care of, of parents and is the one that's responsible. You know, just say she can grab the binder, say, okay, this is where everything is. This is what mom wants. Here we go. Here we go. We're good to go. This is the facility that she wants to go to. This We've, we've already vetted it. So it's, it, takes, it takes a lot of work up front. But it'll be make for massively better outcomes. That's a big part of your business too, the will and making sure that the the people that you're working with have some type of will or trust or something like that. So there is a succession plan for their estate and their belongings, right? And sometimes yeah. it's just as simple as writing down on a piece of paper this weekend when you're sitting at the breakfast bar at the kitchen table or whatever, sit down and just make a note of what you have and where you want that to go. Should you become incapacitated, have a stroke or something happens to you, seriously happens to you and you, you just, you know, want to know where that goes. It's part, it's gotta be part, a big part of what you guys do, right? With and retirement not, planning. Yeah. And not just write it down, but get in writing with an attorney too. Right, Cause right. it's gotta be, you know, it's gotta be legal. Yeah. Um, and, that's a start though. And right? even if, if you move from another state or have it to head done somewhere else, I'd, I'd get it looked at here too. Cause state law is different, uh, state to state yeah. uh, on a lot of that. And a lot of online ones, because people say, "Oh, I'm just gonna go to LegalZoom or whatever." No, no, Those, no, right? No, no, no. Don't how do, you, how do, do you it. feel about that? Dude? No, yeah. it's ridiculous. I mean, it's just not that expensive to go to an attorney for a couple hours and drop the page. Just and to, you it know, absolutely is worth yeah, it to, to get it done. It. Yep. It's also very. Um, it, those a lot of those are, are unenforceable. So if let's say that siblings disagree with what is in there, um, a lot of times so that can be thrown out. Yeah. Um, if it's just done online because it doesn't have specific rules that that states rec- you know re- require or specific wording or doesn't address certain issues that are that um, an online algorithm would not you know, right. understand. So I'm I'm a big fan of of and, and with with an attorney that that really has a focus in specialty. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is the the age of the specialist. Now is the time you know to talk to a specialist if that does estate planning, um, and, or that does you know Medicaid planning or elder care, you know, so to get some of these issues done. Aaron Kowal's with us. That's the voice you're hearing here. The website for them is thekowalway.com. For folks that are at or near retirement who have accumulated at least $750,000 in retirement assets, uh, phone number to get in touch with you and contact information. You Boy, you've got offices all over the place now. Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Phoenix is Racine. That's coming online here soon. 
We hope. <laughs> okay, working on that one, okay. It's always so, delays with yeah. construction and uh, stuff. Of course, yeah. yeah. Yeah, change orders, that's always fun, too. Waukesha, Port Washington, Madison, Phoenix right now. And uh, people want to get in touch with you. How about some contact information? Yeah, our phone number is 262-522-4040. It's 262-522-4040. Take a quick break, and uh, we do have some things to talk about on our agenda list here today. We'll talk a little bit at how the economy is uh, looking with things. We're talking right now about uh, retirement, things like that, but there's some uh, things to talk about, too, if you're retiring in 2019. Three things that you need to know, and then maybe an end-of-year financial planning, a nine-point checklist. We'll go over quickly here to talk about uh, things to get your finances in order. Aaron Kowal, K-O-W-A-L, is with us here in the studio, and we'll be back with more coming up in just a minute on WTKM. And we continue on the program here this morning. It's the uh, Coal Investment Group, the Retirement Specialist Hour here on WTKM. The website is the Kowalway, thekowalway.com if you want to uh, check into that. And, uh, of course, um, the Kowal Investment Group uh, winning uh, lots of awards, continuing to do it. The Barron's uh, Top 1,200 Financial Advisors uh, five years in a row. What other kind of awards have you guys uh, been winning? I'm sure there's more and more going on the list all the time. Huh? Yeah, the Barron's. We were named yeah. uh, from the MMAC. Uh, we were named... That's uh, Milwaukee something? Yeah, the Metro, Metropolitan Milwaukee uh, Area Chamber of Commerce. Okay, okay. Um, and Association of Commerce. That's okay. It. Uh, it's, their, you know, it's the Milwaukee Chamber. And yeah. so we were named by them uh, in top uh, uh, 50... Uh, a, 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 they call it Future 50, okay. uh, fastest growing businesses Nice um, in the Milwaukee area. Um, we were named top 400... Uh, in the in the country from um, Financial Times, uh, so that's twice now from Financial Times, uh, which is a big you know financial publication out of the UK, um, and that and that, and a lot, like pretty much all the other winners like were way bigger than we were, yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know they must like us. And then um, I got uh, a couple times now uh, from Forbes. Uh, top next generation wealth advisor. Wow, nice, yeah. very nice. Well, congratulations, Thank some you. nice, uh, nice honors. It's always nice to be recognized by your peers, you know, especially when you're getting the stuff in the Forbes and the Barons. That's, yeah. uh, that's the big boys. So. Demand to be honored. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I hey. don't care. It doesn't. You know, it's it's nice to talk about, but you know, I just want to make sure we do a good job for our clients. You know, we look um, look at the calendar today. Of course, being December fourth, we 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 just uh, look at. Uh, Look at the markets this year in 2018, and, and man, it's just, I just—I think the motto for this year is "Cinch up your seatbelts, kids. We're we're going on the roller coaster ride." And it's just been, man, the swings every, from day to day. Which is are, a regular year. Are just yeah, I know that's, that's been the new year. norm. No, right? it's, it's always been the norm. But I mean, but we're the, doing but swings of the, five, six hundred, and then the next day up two hundred, next day down through. 200. Well, percentage wise, it's actually not out of the norm because but we just the numbers are bigger so you okay. see these big swings uh and not to be contradictory or that's anything that's a good point though i never thought of it that way yeah, yeah. so you know i mean when you when when the dow is at you know a thousand and you're you have a 200 point swing that's massive at 20 percent yeah. yeah yeah but when we're you know gonna <laughs> be pushing 30 here you know we're at 26 27 28 you know on the dow it's percentage it's nearly not you know horrible or you know, I remember earlier in the years what is it i think it was february 6th it was you know, a thousand point down on the Dow, yeah. and actually, some of the, you know, some publications that I read, they're like, it's actually, it's not even close to one of the worst percentage days 
It's just it's the biggest point loss, but not even close to the biggest percentage. And the percent is what matters. Yeah, you lose like back in '87 that one day in October, whatever, where they got Black Friday, whatever they call it. It was the it, the market was down like 500 points back then, and everyone panicked. But now market goes down 500 points here, and say, okay, well, we'll be back up again tomorrow, 500 points or whatever, right? And yes, and let me make this point to you too. Um, I'm just gonna pull this up because I put this in my client reviews. So I'm just gonna find one here on my iPad. Um. I don't know if you know, but the average pullback, this is going back to 1980. Is that a correction when you say that pullback? Does that mean correction or what does that just mean? Just pullback. Okay. Uh, just, I mean, a pullback or a, a correction is defined as uh, a, a, a loss from the high of 10% or more. Okay. That'd be 2,600 now with 26,000 doubt, right? Yes. Okay. Correct. Okay. Um, so the average intra-year drop in the market it's about 14%. Okay. So on average, the market will be down 14% in a calendar year. That's the average. Um, and hmm. so it's 9, 10, 11. We actually haven't had that since 2011. I'll be darned. Uh, so, you know, so if the, let's, but let's say that's from the top. Not, not since January 1st, but if the market goes up 50% and then comes down, the twenty five percent, only twenty five percent up on the year. Yeah. Then that that will count as a twenty five percent pullback, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, in I have this, you know, <laughs> I have this chart that I would, you know, I show my clients. Yeah. You know, it's kind of hard to show this on the air. Right. 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 But it's always available if anybody wants it. Uh, it, it kind of shows a dot that shows the worst pullback during the year, and then where the market finished up. So, at one point, the S and P was down forty nine percent in two thousand eight. Um, but actually, but it finished the year down thirty eight percent in 08. But the following year, we look at that because you know, a lot of people think. I guess statistically, people think 09 was the bad year, and it did, it did bottom out in 09. But in two thousand nine, at one point, the S P was down twenty eight percent, and actually finished the year positive twenty three percent. It did fall twenty eight percent pretty much right out of the gate. Um, but I mean, in in two thousand ten, the worst pullback was sixteen percent, and it finished up thirteen percent. Um, you know, people think of '87 as this horrible, you know, horrible year with you know, Black Monday, and yeah. you know, the Dow was down twenty percent in a day, and you know, and that talk about you know that that isn't nearly what you know point swing is. That that was just maybe a probably was it was probably a hundred points or something. Yeah, you know, right, you know? right. Yeah. Um, but at one point, you know, the SP was down thirty four percent in '87. Actually, finished the year positive too. Really? So in wow. twenty nine out of the last thirty eight years, the markets were positive. Wow. Uh, if you include dividends. So 29 out of 38, they were positive. Yes. Wow. And, and if you actually include. That's 90%. Yeah. Okay. No. No, 90, 90, 90% of them. I mean, right? I mean, 29 out of 38. No, that's like 75 or 80% or 80%, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, uh, 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 so if you, but actually if you include dividends in that, because this is not kind of as dividends being reinvested. Okay. Um. That would actually turn three of those years positive. Okay. So you'd actually be 32 out of 38 years 38. Yep. positive. Yeah. Uh, with an average volatility drop of 14%. So when we think, oh, this is so volatile, nope. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Historically, it's, it's not. You know, when you explain it, it makes sense when you explain it that way, when you talk about it, you know, but you know, a, you look, a guy that's kind of my mentor, I've, my, I have a couple, two guys that I really kind of view as my mentors. Well, a few, but. Uh, you know, he always said, he said, it's hard to watch the movie when you're in it. Yeah. 
So it's really, you know, if you're, if you, if you're investing and you're watching this stuff and it's, you know, jumping around from your perspective, jumping around, it, it, you, people tend to get nervous and tend to freak out, it, you know, but the, um, if you pull it back and, you know, like a financial advisor looks at it, you know, it's not my money. I'm not emotionally tied to it. I do want you to do well. Um, it's like, well, it's actually not because you can compare against these other areas and other things. And historically, it's normal. You know, the people say, well, this time it's different. It's like, no, it doesn't change. You know, so uh, the, the fundamentals you know, it doesn't change. Sometimes it, we, it does seem like it'll whip around during a day faster and it does because of computer trading because they they'll make changes like that right right, right. uh in in literally in nanoseconds yeah. uh they'll, they'll have algorithm algorithms that read the news and if it's you know trump and something negative which 99 percent of it is it <laughs> is news, yeah, yeah That's what if it's whatever if it's china and then you know you know tariff you have more or something like that they'll 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 read the news and make trades based off that yeah. which when the fundamentals don't change, the fundamentals are really good. So. Yeah, I kind of go base um, how the economy is based on driving up and down Highway 60 every day and looking at how many um, now hiring help wanted, you know, hiring bonus signs are up there. There's still a lot of them up there. There's still a oh. lot of people looking for to, to fill jobs. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I mean, that's. I mean, we're, we're we've got two two we're trying to fill now. So yeah. I mean, and we had someone start on uh, last week Monday. So. If we can, if we can uh, take a second here, and I want we talked about this earlier. If you don't mind, if we can take a minute here and look, I don't at, mind. Okay, and, <laughs> and look at the um, Motley Fool is it put together something that says retiring in 2019. Three things that you need to know. Can we kind of click through those uh, for people that may be yeah. near retirement right now, and it just kind of give them maybe a thought starter. They can think about this a little bit, and then they can give you a call. Uh, touch base with you. Touch base with you guys. Uh, give you a call two six two five two two forty forty. Or just jump on the website and learn a little bit more about uh, how the Coals do their operations here uh, and have been for many, many years uh, since 1987. The Coal Way, K-O-W-A-L, The Coal Way. Get in touch with them and they can um, sit down with you and have a, a little consultation and learn a little bit more about uh, you and your life. So retiring in 2019, three things that you need to know. Can we go through those? Yes, yeah, from Fool.com, uh, The Motley Fool. Uh, they say... You know, it says you know, retirement is a period meant a period many people look forward to. If you're planning to leave the workforce next year, you're no doubt eagerly anticipating the freedom that decision will bring you. At the same time, you don't want to rush into retirement without being adequately prepared. Like I said, put pencil to paper. Here are a few key things to know about retiring in, t- in 2019 that will help you navigate this exciting milestone. One, you can file for Social Security if you were born in 1957 or earlier. Uh, though Social Security... Won't be enough to pay all of your bills in retirement. Those benefits should serve as a nice supplement to whatever other income you have. You're allowed to file for Social Security as early as age 62, which means that if you're retiring next year and were born in 1957 or earlier, you're eligible to start collecting benefits right away. Uh, that said, filing at 62 means taking an automatic reduction in benefits, one that might remain in effect for the rest of your life. If you're counting on that money to play a big role in your retirement finances, you may be better off waiting until you reach full retirement age to start getting benefits. But that's why people work with us, because we can figure out what's best for you. Um, and then it says, meanwhile, if you're born in 1953, you'll reach your full retirement age of 66 at some point next year. Second point, if you're not yet 65, you won't be eligible for Medicare. Uh, a lot of times people 
just think that if they, they retire in the 60s, that, yeah. Right? They confuse Social Security with Medicare. Well, they'll think that they can take Medicare when they get Social Security. Right. Um, not or true. they'll think not that they're true. in the, yeah, or they'll think they're in the 60s. Well, I'm in, I'm in my 60s, I'll just grab Medicare. Uh, many people choose to retire in the early 60s or even their 50s. There are plenty of benefits to early retirement, but one major drawback, and this is major, especially with things so expensive now, is not being eligible for Medicare. Although you can sign up for Medicare a few months before you turn 65, coverage under the program doesn't begin until your 65th birthday. Therefore, if you're planning to retire next year, you won't yet be 65. You'll need to secure health insurance on your own. One other thing I want to make a point, uh, Dave, is um, a lot of people, even you know, some clients, they think that Medicare covers nursing home. I think it covers like 21 days yeah, or something like it. that. That's it. It's, Medicare is not long-term care insurance. So it will not cover home health care, assisted living, or nursing home. Yeah, or if I have a situation, I've been ran across this with some people that I was caring for. You say, okay, well, you know, so, so a person came out of this kind of surgery, whatever surgery, and now they're going to go into a rehab facility. And I'll just keep them in a rehab facility for 30 days, 60 days, 90 days. Right. No, they don't. Yep. They evaluate them every day. Yeah. Every single day they say, okay, how's Joan doing? Is she doing better? Is she going to be able to walk better in a week? Is she going to be able to go home in a week? Every day they evaluate that. So good point. Yes. Uh, so it says, be sure to plan for this expense, keeping in mind that the amount you contribute toward your annual premium while working might only be a fraction of its total cost if your employer provides a generous subsidy. If you're planning to obtain health coverage under COBRA uh, until you turn 65, know that you can only do so for a maximum period of 18 months. I We've run into that with clients recently, too. It's like, well, I'm retiring at you know, 61, 62, I'll just take COBRA until Medicare. It's like, nope. You can't do that. You're going to have to find something. That's if they got Cobra. spun out of a job someplace. And they well, kept if they the left, Cobra. Out, if yeah. they left. Yeah, Cobra is you. It's I don't continuation of benefits, probably relief act or yeah. something like yeah. that. Um, but it's where you can you stay on your company's uh, health insurance if you leave or get fired or whatever, and but you have to make the full premium okay. health insurance premium because if you're subsidized. Um, if you, if you're like, we subsidize our, our, our team members, um, health insurance, um, you, you, you know, the, they would have to pay by law. They have to pay the full amount, the full amount, uh, and only lasts for 18 months, uh, and that you'd be paying the full non-subsidized cost of your premiums under your current plan. Um, and then three, uh, it may be wrong to start withdrawing from say one thing. Oh, one thing you have, you also have to watch your income in retirement when it comes to Medicare planning, because if you're taking out too much money, um, if you're doing Roth conversions, for example, or if you're taking out too much money or you have other income pensions or, or whatnot, uh, if your income gets to be too high, it's like eighty two or $85,000, um, you're going to have to pay more for your Medicare premiums. So just something to keep in mind. Uh, if you're going to be close to that, if you're going to be blown by, you're going to be blown by it. But if you'd be close to maybe adjust your income uh, to save quite a bit of money on your Medicare premiums because if you're making too much, they're going to charge you more. Um, three, it may be the wrong time to start withdrawing from savings. Uh, the purpose an IRA or 401k, the purpose of an IRA or 401k is to provide income in retirement. So if you're, if you've saved nicely throughout your career, you may uh, be gearing up to access those funds as soon as you leave your full-time job. Unfortunately, November was a pretty rocky month for a stock market unless things improve in December, which they are. <laughs> you may find that your portfolio is worth a lot less at the start of 2019 than it was earlier this current year. So you may want to hold off and taking withdrawals from savings until the market has a chance to uh, a chance to recover. 
What will you do for income in the interim? There are several options you can explore. For one thing, if you have savings in a traditional bank account, you can use some of that cash coupled with your Social Security benefits to tide yourself over in the near term. Another route you might take is applying for a home equity line of credit and using it to access money for living expenses. Need to know. I don't agree with that. Finally, think about working. Okay, hang on a second. You said <laughs> another route you might want to is applying a home, for a home equity line of credit or using and using it to access money for living expenses as needed. So you're borrowing money to live, basically. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of no. Okay. It makes me nervous. Yeah. Uh, but with the average, we've never person, done that. With but, the average boomer may have fifty grand in the bank. It's eighty eighty percent of them. That may be the only option for some people, right? Yeah, I mean, with our clients, we, if the markets are done, we're not going to be stopping. We're generally, not going to be stopping um, you know, the their 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 income from an IRA, uh, you know, or or four hundred one k. We you know we we may t- use it as an opportunity to rebalance. So if if something's out of whack, we'll take it from different areas. But yeah, I don't I don't agree with that. Actually, with you know with this point, <laughs> but, okay. But you know they're making the point, and I'll give them their their say here. Um, what about the social security bonus that most retirees um, overlook? Is that in there too? Well, okay. So it talks about the social security bonus. If you're like most most Americans, you're a few years or more behind on your retirement savings, but a handful of little known social security secrets could help ensure a bon- uh, boost in your retirement income. For example, one easy trick could pay you as much as sixteen thousand seven hundred twenty eight dollars more each year. Once you learn to maximize Social Security benefits, we think you can retire confidently with peace of mind. After all, simply click here to discover how to learn more about these strategies. They want you to buy their, their <laughs> okay, thing. It really isn't it. the Social Security yeah. bonus like that. They just want you to pay for their newsletter. Aaron Kowal's with us. Uh, TheKowalWay.com is the website. You want to jump on there and learn a lot about the companies, all kinds of information on their market commentary, a state tax regulation update issued by the IRS is on there too, and all kinds of information you can learn about how they do business and how they operate. But uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back after the break and we'll do kind of a, maybe a little, just a quick summary if we can, a, a little uh, snapshot of how 2018 has gone for the marketplace uh, so far this year. And then uh, for folks that are interested in the market, uh, stock markets, the Dow and S&P and so forth, NASDAQ. We'll talk about that. And then we'll wrap up um, our, our conversation with uh, Aaron Kowal. Contact information, people want to get in touch. 262 4040 It's 262-522-4040. Also find us on our webpage, Also on Facebook. Uh, link, connect with us on LinkedIn. We put a lot of stuff out on LinkedIn. Um, and with me personally on LinkedIn. And then also on Twitter, at Kowal underscore invest. 28 today, 20, uh, 28 again tomorrow. Some sunshine probably, probably uh, hopefully uh, heading our way by this coming Wednesday. Aaron Kowal joining us here in the studio at WTKM. It's K-O-W-A-L, and it is uh, The Kowal Way. They're number 262-522-4040, our final program of the year this year in uh, 2018. How do we do this year overall uh, as a as an investment uh, situation in our country would you get would you say uh doing well i mean i think we're poised to do really well the year has been choppy uh there hasn't been much upward upward gain really for 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 much internationals down bonds down uh, a lot of stocks are down actually you know, when the, even when the market when the stock when the the s&p was up you know nine ten percent earlier uh this year like at the end of september more than two-thirds of companies on the S&P 500 were down more than 10% um, on the year. And that actual number actually grew to be more than three quarters of companies down more, not just down, but down more than 10%. So uh, it's kind of hidden because the S&P is weighted based on the size of the company. So 
Um, but the fundamentals are really good right now. I'm uh, uh, profit before earnings is up over ten percent. Our profit before tax, I mean, was up more than ten percent on uh, year over year. Um, and last year was a great year. Uh, so there's a lot of room to run uh, in this bull market. I, I'm so we're very optimistic. I'm not saying put it all in or anything, but but uh, I think that 2019 you know, is going to look prettier. Um, and, and, you know, this year is a lot like 2015, where a lot of um, you know, a lot of stocks are down, but you wouldn't know because the the largest of the large companies did very very well. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a similar situation uh, here, but I think that we're going to see um, you know that 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 I think the market the, that the economy well the economy is doing great and the market's poised to finally reflect that. Mm-hmm. How are we looking for the holidays? Well, I'm going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Holiday shopping is, um, is up up a ton, especially okay. online. Okay. Foot traffic's down about one one point six percent or so. Okay. Um, uh, in terms of uh, Thanksgiving and Black Friday shopping. Okay. Uh, but some like online sales uh, were um, uh, up twenty six percent. Okay. Uh, that's according. You know, according there's a company that does. Uh, this they surveyed the, the top eighty of the top one hundred online retailers, yep. and uh, so those sales are up twenty six percent. Average average online purchase is like one hundred forty eight dollars. Yeah, wow. Um, you know during during that that run. So, I mean, it's just you know people are spending money. I don't give it really give a rip where it comes from as long sure. as they, you know, we're seeing that. So there's a lot yeah uh, going on there. So that's good. I just I just you know as you know with the radio station we're just big supporters of local business and you know we think that local business here is are, are the backbone of America really keeping uh, small towns alive and across America and I'm just one of those guys when I buy something I like to hold the coat in my hand and touch it or gloves or whatever like that just you know I mean just to just to do that I know some people would like to do the online thing but uh, it's just nice to be able to you know drive up and down through Main Street uh, America and still see businesses up and down Main Street America I think yeah. that's uh, it's it's important. It's a, to have vibrant downtowns across America. You know, so. I, think, I know American Express has helped a lot with that because they do Small Business Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I was looking at some. They've just from that. I mean, they've. I don't know. If, you know people. I don't know if it, how much of it is people spending money, anyways. But it's really driven a lot of money to small local businesses, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Great to see you. Merry great Christmas. To you. Merry Christmas. Yeah, to you and uh, and the family. I hope you have a, just a great time up there. You got uh, three uh, kids that are just in the prime area right there of uh, the holidays. That's and a lot really, of fun. It really makes it wonderful for you. So hope you guys have a great time and uh, Merry Christmas Thank to your you. wife and you uh, your company and everything. And uh, looking forward to uh, 2019 with you guys. So Likewise. Thanks. thanks. Appreciate it. Aaron Kowal joining us here on WTKM. Again, 262-522-4040 if you want to get in touch with uh, them. Uh, they can uh, sit down and talk with you and have a consultation and uh, learn a little bit more about you before you make any decisions. All right. We will take a quick break and we're back with more in just a minute on WTKM. Aaron Kowal's Visit Today is a paid presentation of Kowal Investment Group, the retirement specialist. The information and opinions expressed are solely those of the advertiser and not of WTKM, its management or employees. 